Hello friends, it is Sean here and you have tapped on play and here we are to read another chapter of the Bible together. So good that you could do that because today we continue on this journey of how to form a country. This is National Formation 101. As God explains to the people of Israel, well, what it's like to have property that they get to keep. You know, all those generations stuck in Egypt as slaves where they really had no rights. And now all of a sudden they have freedom and they have rights. And to make sure that they don't head down a way of, well, selfishness and gathering as much for themselves as they can, God sets out a pattern of what it looks like to live with an eye on those less fortunate and to make sure that everyone is looked after. This is just so cool. So let's read. Join me as we read together Exodus chapter 22. If someone steals an ox or sheep and then kills or sells it, the thief must pay back five oxen for each ox stolen and four sheep for each sheep stolen. If a thief is caught in the act of breaking into a house and is struck and killed in the process, the person who killed the thief is not guilty of murder. But if it happens in daylight, the one who killed the thief is guilty of murder. A thief who is caught must pay in full for everything he stole. If he cannot pay, he must be sold as a slave to pay for his theft. If someone steals an ox or a donkey or a sheep and it is found in the thief's possession... Then the thief must pay double the value of the stolen animal. If an animal is grazing in a field or vineyard and the owner lets it stray into someone else's field to graze, then the animal's owner must pay compensation from the best of his own grain or grapes. If you are burning thorn bushes and the fire gets out of control and spreads into another person's field, destroying the sheaves or the uncut grain or the whole crop, the one who started the fire must pay for the lost crop. Suppose someone leaves money or goods with the neighbour for safekeeping, but they are stolen from the neighbour's house. If the thief is caught, the compensation is double the value of what was stolen. But if the thief is not caught, the neighbour must appear before God, who will determine if he stole the property. Suppose there is a dispute between two people, who both claim to own a particular ox, donkey, sheep, article of clothing, or any lost property. Both parties must come before God, and the person whom God declares guilty must pay double compensation to the other. Now suppose someone leaves a donkey, ox, sheep, or any other animal with a neighbour for safekeeping, but it dies or is injured or is taken away and no one sees what happened. The neighbour must then take an oath in the presence of the Lord if the Lord confirms that the neighbour did not steal the property, the owner must accept the verdict, and no payment will be required. But if the animal was indeed stolen, the guilty person must pay compensation to the owner. If it was torn to pieces by a wild animal, the remains of the carcass must be shown as evidence, and no compensation will be required. If someone borrows an animal from a neighbour, and it is injured or dies when the owner is absent, the person who borrowed it must pay full compensation. But if the owner was present, no compensation is required. 
And no compensation is required if the animal was rented, for the loss is covered by the rental fee. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged to anyone and has sex with her, he must pay the customary bride price and marry her. But if her father refuses to let him marry her, the man may still pay him an amount equal to the bride price of a virgin. You must not allow a sorceress to live. Anyone who has sexual relations with an animal must certainly be put to death. Anyone who sacrifices to any god other than the Lord must be destroyed. You must not mistreat or oppress foreigners in any way. Remember, you yourselves were once foreigners in the land of Egypt. You must not exploit a widow or an orphan. If you exploit them in any way and then cry out to me, then I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will blaze against you and I will kill you with the sword. Then your wives will be widows and your children fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people who are in need, do not charge interest as a moneylender would. If you take your neighbor's cloak as security for a loan, you must return it before sunset. This coat may be the only blanket your neighbor has. How can a person sleep without it? If you do not return it and your neighbor cries out to me for help, then I will hear, for I am merciful. Do not dishonor God or curse any of your rulers. You must not hold anything back when you give me offerings from your crops and your wine. You must give me your firstborn sons. You must also give me the firstborn of your cattle, sheep and goats. But leave the newborn animal with its mother for seven days and then give it to me on the eighth day. You must be my holy people. Therefore do not eat any animal that has been torn up and killed by wild animals. Throw it to the dogs. Oh, Father, we see your heart implicit in these instructions. We see that you want the best for your people. You want us to live as communities who care for one another. Not that all of these rules still bind us to do with oxes and sheep and donkeys, but we hear the way that you want your people to relate to each other with honesty and kindness and fairness and justice. Looking out for those who are struggling themselves. Lord, change our hearts to be like yours. Soften our self-interest so that we can look beyond our own needs to the needs of our community and to the needs of each other. And thank you that you saw our need and you gave us Jesus, who met all of our needs now and deep into eternity. And we are so grateful. Thank you for Jesus. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.